Previously, I'm told. The Tea Box with Rick and Craig. You posted in your blog mm-hmm. how strokes gained tea to green was way more, or strokes gained. Keep going. Fairway you're to doing green. doing great. Here's the thing. They were hot. Don't and I was still mad. <laughs> As a guy, you kind of go, okay, they're hot. I'll leave them alone. No. I we got more to say that in the Me Too world now. I could. I just did. In the world, do women even want to be hot anymore? Talk, uh, he's a color analyst. Yeah, he's got plenty of time. Look, I, oh, I never prepare for this, and I'm the color guy in our little radio. Well, that's show. evident. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I if I could speak well, I I would I would be okay. Mm-hmm. He speaks better than me. Mm-hmm. So you also can go down and have dinner or lunch at the Tower Club. Have I been, been there yet? I don't know. It's cool. That's what I you hear. To, I think it's the Thanksgiving Tower. Nice. And you go up there, and they've got their um, their hoo-hahs, their little... Um, <laughs> what's the thing you can hit into? Hitting bay? Yeah, but what are they called? The Nets? No, they have the machine... Simulators? Yeah, thank you, a simulator. Took you that long to get to that? <laughs> <laughs> Really? You're asking me to follow really? follow a car that's swerving off the road and trying to tell trying to figure out what you're doing? Please. Uh, when I did my thesis, it was Bruno Sammartino, and oh, nobody remembers him. Yeah, remember. What do you mean nobody remembers him? Of course we I do. The great Bruno, he had like the longest reign of all time. I think he was the yes. champion for like, what, a decade? Did yep. he murder his wife? No, I think that <laughs> was... Uh, it was, was Chris Benoit. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Snuka. Jimmy Snuka. I it was his Jimmy, girlfriend. Jimmy, I remember Jimmy Snuka. M- murdered his girlfriend. Tough way to make yeah. a living. Murdering your wife? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely a tough way to make a living. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, guys kind of worked that in? You did good. You did good. <laughs> guys that missed the cut, there's really... I always look at the last guys. Um, well, you got to mention... Uh, um, <laughs> Old school bitch. Well, good morning, everybody. It is eight oh four on the ticket. And it's eight oh four on the ticket. You've got the tea box on Saturday mornings. I'm Craig Rosengarten, and with me today is me. Me? Me. Who's me? <laughs> Back you, from a. You were doing well. What do you mean? You were you were leading into the show nicely. Well, I, I told you I was going to swerve. That. No, I'm not going to swerve. He's back from a hey hi. What? <laughs> that was your fault. No, that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Gone for a couple months and something just never changed. Back from I, love it. I yeah. yeah, he's back. <laughs> I was flipping e brake free while you were gone. Were you? Yes. Uh. <laughs> 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 that is Rick oh, Arnett back oh. from his hiatus. There you go. Take eight hiatus. Good job. Good job. We welcome him back. Glad you're here. Glad to be back. And uh, we are at the greatness of Bear Creek Golf Club. Yes, we is. It's run by Arcus, and we'll tell you why we're here later. If you haven't been here in a while, they have 
accomplish some major upgrades. The clubhouse looks great. The pro shop looks really, really cool. Then they have this backyard area. It's literally called the backyard. Yeah. And it's uh, they had a, a big event. Oh, is it December? No, it was earlier no, than that. I but anyway, it was called more. Rave, and they had a. It was a huge event, highly yeah. successful. And they're doing that around the country. So we'll give you more updates as By as the, the show goes. Oh, I'm playing Cowboys today, which is another well, artist. Yeah. yeah. I haven't played in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our number one course, and you want to keep number one, you gotta got to go see it periodically. Yes, you do, because so everybody's my, nipping at their it's heels. It's my periodical, period, it, it's my time to see it. Am I doing this to you? Obviously. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here enjoying being back and just watching the lug nuts just be flying off the wheels everywhere. That's ah, good to be back. All right, we got a lot to get to today. It's uh, the T Box, proudly sponsored by your PGA Tour Superstores. <laughs> there are four in town. Don't forget uh, Golf Moose slash Ideal Golf. We have Oak Hollow and Grand Oaks up on that. And uh, let's see. Want to welcome? Well, I want to say hi, Kern again. Hi, hey, buddy. Hey, good to see you. You haven't changed a bit. Nobody's changed. Everybody's still the same, which is we're a good still, thing. We're still doing great. Yep. Very, very cool. Back at the station, Jay King. Good morning, buddy. Aloha, gents. 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 Gentlemen. Nice. I like it. I like it. And Jonathan Dodd doing tickers twice an hour. Had a little uh, primetime morning uh, yesterday. uh, He's uh, done a great job. You know what? How many of the ticker guys have started with us? Every one of them. And ended in greatness? Ty and Sean. Yep. And um, keep going. Corby. No, Corby was not a ticker. He wasn't a ticker. But... uh, Who's the middle? Who's the, who's the F, the midday? Layla, she started Layla, doing it. Yeah. Now she's now she's doing her own talk show, and she's got it uh, that? in Chicago, and she's a, a TV anchor too. How about that? How about that? You guys. Well, need to ask you something, Jonathan, because way back in the day, so you had to do your five minute five thirty ticker, right? right? What time did you get to the station to prepare that? Yesterday, I got here at four for five and a half minutes. Yeah, for five and so, a half minutes. So back in the day when the ticket first started, being a day oneer, we didn't have many commercials. So we had to fill our breaks with something, promos, whatever. We only had two ticker guys back in the day. One was Mark Followell, and the other one was David Burl. They had to do three tickers an hour. What was his nickname again? The Duck. Right. Because he walked like one. And... They had to do three tickers an hour, three and a half minutes per. Mm. Now you have to do two an hour, and they're what, about a minute and a half? Yeah, about 90 seconds, yeah. So three minutes over an hour versus like 10 minutes back then. Yep. That's the beauty of selling more spots. That's right. So there you go. I can't imagine. I think it's an underrated job. It's tough to do. Did you ever do it? I did. Crashed and burned. I did it during... I remember uh, pleading with Mike Reiner, the godfather of the station. This is way back in the day when you're trying to make any kind of inroad right. and doing anything. And I was doing weekend uh, board hopping. And I plead with him to do a tickers. So one day he, he let me do a Saturday Saturday ticker. I had to do like, I don't know, 10 of them. And it was during the Winter Olympics. <laughs> and I couldn't pronounce anything. All these foreign names, and they have little weird symbols above there. I had no clue. And I, and I must, and I knew I failed. And uh, 
But after that, I, Mike wouldn't talk to me. He wouldn't talk to me for like two weeks because he wouldn't tell me how bad I was. <laughs> so you learn. You learn your limits. Yeah. And that was one of them that I just – but having done that, you don't appreciate what other people do until, unless you try and walk in their shoes, right? Yep. I did it twice. Mm-hmm. One time I got sabotaged. I remember that. <laughs> yes. I remember. I remember. All right. So we're at Bear Creek today. They did, I think Kylie Weaver, the GM, told me they did 600 rounds yesterday. Pretty good. 600. They have 36 holes. They had a big tournament. And so if you haven't been out here in a while, it behooves you to make a return appearance. They've taken out a lot of uh, trees. So the grass is growing nicely in the fairways. It's green. It's very green. Yeah. Although everything's probably really green right now. They're updating all their bunkers. Some of them have already been done. So you get that nice white sand. And this place rocks. I remember back in the day, a little revisionist history. Because right by the airport. And this is when it used to cost way more to play golf in Japan than it would be to fly over here. Well, and it was before 2000. And we had about... 40 golf courses built between 2000 and 2004. Yeah. But at the time. Yeah. And so it was, when you look at daily fee golf courses, there weren't many. Nope. And this was probably the premium. It, it was. was close it was, to the top. Packed. They the had top. tournaments. Seemed like um, Randy Smith used to be the GM here, right? Wasn't Randy Smith the GM no. way back in the day? No. <laughs> I swear he was. <laughs> Maybe it was just his tournaments. He used to run certain tournaments out here, but I swear he was out here. No. Okay, he was always at uh, Royal Oaks? Yes. All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, they would sell more golf equipment out of this pro shop than any golf store in, in the Metroplex. I remember, and you remember this too, so I didn't get to, into the golf business until 98, right? Mm-hmm. That's when I started the magazine, 24 years. Yep. But in the early 90s, before Club Corp owned it and before... Oh, this they had. Or not, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was before even Club Corp. Club, then Club Corp bought it, and then Arcus now has it. But um, it was cart path only always. <laughs> Remember that? And it was six hour rounds always. It's my and anthrax. Don't now, like the cart path. You know, only. I remember when I first started in the in the business, and um, and and it was doing well, and this course was in much better shape and good. People would still say, I'm not playing a six-hour round. Mm-hmm. No, it's not a six-hour round anymore. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And ever since, I mean, in the last ten years since Eagle slash Ark has had it, mm-hmm. they, they've they done a lot of really cool improvements to this place. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Yep. And uh, you don't realize how taking out trees really help a course. It's a tree-lined golf course. But you don't know. It's still tree-lined. Well, it does two things. You still see wildlife out here. does two things. Once... One, it opens up the sunlight so the Bermuda grass can grow. And two, you don't lose as many balls. Well, it's not only lose it. There were certain times where the trees have grown so much, there were overhangs that made the course. It was like hitting not, through a tunnel. Yeah, not playing the way it's supposed to be played. And so now it does. And it's really cool. So, yep. Um, it's good stuff. Right yeah. off Mid Cities and 360, if you're not familiar. So, we'll be here for the next two hours. It's good to be back. Uh, let's get to it because a lot of stuff happened this week. Let's start off with more revelations about Phil Mickelson. Next on The Little Ticket. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. All right, 8.17 on The Ticket. Good morning to you, wherever you may be. you got the tee box. Rick, Craig, Kern, Jay, Jonathan. We're at the greatness of Bear Creek Golf Club. 
and that is right hard by the DFW Airport off Mid-Cities and 360. It's considered Dallas, but it's right next to Euless, right next to Grapevine. And we'll be here till 10 o'clock today. We've made some amazing improvements out here. And uh, we've got to get our licks in now, Craig, because all the big execs are coming in soon. I like the map they have on the back of the bar. That's actually really cool. Yeah, it's, it's like the, cool. when they first started this mm-hmm. thing, they have like the old map. Really cool. If you haven't been here for a while, it behooves you to make a return trip. You know, it pays to have a marketing guy in golf. <laughs> they clean this place up and make it marketing good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> marketable marketable yeah it's um, like you know the little detail stuff that right we as golfers and even all the golf companies never thought about it's like hey you have a, have a marketing guy to clean this place up a little bit it's good i missed you buddy i missed all these little <laughs> bon mots you throw out <laughs> oh boy all right so uh let's lay out the show at uh 8 we'll get into the leaderboards and a couple couple interesting names 850 we'll put on what's john drago's official title He's the uh, tournament director for the Byron Nelson, has been for a very, very long time. And he's a he's also our rules guru guy. You know, he's kind of the guy who, whenever we call, because he does, he, he's a rules official also. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he's a, he's a tournament director for the Nelson. And good Lord, what a great run they had this year so far. Yep. Be interesting if he has any thoughts on Sergio, which we'll talk about at 930 on that little ruling. Not sure. Oh, that ruling. Yeah, yeah, the ruling, right? He doesn't like the controversy on air, so he may he may bypass that, but um well, we'll see. But the, but the tour did admit they were wrong, so. Yes, they did. Uh so that'll be at uh, 8:50 and 9:10 little duel segment. Craig played a maybe the most expensive course you can play by paying I think. In yeah. The country? Yeah. And then I'll give you an update. I, w- I want to thank everybody for uh, texting and everything, seeing how I was doing. And it's not that it's not that big a deal. But I think I'd let people know because that's one thing great about the ticket is that most of the hosts are pretty transparent because we've had a nice relationship with the listeners over the years. Mm-hmm. And they're concerned about you. Yep. So <clears throat> do that at 9, uh, 10. Excuse me. And then at 9.30, we will get into Sergio because it, it was an interesting ruling and what he said was also pretty interesting but first so alan shipnuck who is i have not read the book yet it's the it's kind of it's his, not really out yet is it it kind of is he's been given out of advanced Has copies he? i just haven't seen one yet and it was it's a kind of a biography on phil mickelson and a quick back background on it um he had contacted Phil, then Phil contacted him and said some things, and there was some controversy whether it was on the record or off the record. And um, this, I'll, I'll tech, tweet the uh, article so you can go back and read it. It's pretty good. It's, I, I was busy as hell when you, when you sent it to me, mm-hmm. and I looked at the first paragraph. I couldn't put it down. Yep. It's like, I don't care how busy I am reading the rest of this. Yeah. And, uh, by but, the way, one of the whole the coolest things about this thing was, and the reason why he he brought up the info that he did a few months ago was this book's being officially released during the PGA Championship. Yep, which he's defending. And defending he's like, man, Mickelson doesn't need to defend this during. Well, then. what what I thought was interesting is I'm going to tweet this right now, but is read the comment section after the article. Oh really? I didn't very, do that. Very bipolar. Yeah, all 
I mean, it's, I don't know. It's like anything else, right? There's no, there's no gray area anymore. It's either black or white, and, and life doesn't work like to that. To the fan, he hasn't done anything wrong to anybody in the fan up until now, when he's just kind of bashed who, who, who fed him, right? I mean, they don't bite the hand that feeds you, right? Yep. And he did, but until now, you know, the 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 fans, he's never done anything wrong to them. You know, he's been really good to them. He's engaging yep. and everything else. So. It was hard not to like him if you didn't know the inside stuff. So I just tweeted that out. Go to uh, Adarnet Rick, and you can read it. It's it's a worthy read, and I'm sure the book will be just fine as well. So they did an excerpt of it, and Alan Shipnick has been in the news. I mean, he's he's actually been a, he's a good writer. He's yeah. been he's been writing for Sports Illustrated for a number of years. Then he branched off, and now, like everybody's doing, they're doing podcasts, or they're doing their own website. Um, they just hired uh, Michael Bamberger. Over. Really? He used to be a he, well, he is yeah. a good writer for uh, SI. So everybody's moving around. Yep. <clears throat> so he was wondering, nobody had heard from Phil. There had been a lot of rumors. What did he look like? What's he doing? Did he have a ZZ Top beard? I mean, it just a, a bunch of stuff, right? Well, somebody sent a video, and he's playing at this private club near San Diego. I guess he hasn't moved yet to Florida. I think he's building a house. He's, he was complaining for years how much – California taxes were killing them. And so it's a it's a big haven. It's like Texas for right. golfers, right? Because you don't pay state income tax. <clears throat> so he said he had a beard, but he also said there's evidence he hasn't been adhering to his Ballyhood fasting regime. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was big on the coffee. I saw the I saw the video. Yeah? Um, the little old Phil? little it, subcutaneous fat Phil? So it's hard to tell um, because the video is – from his back, you can mm-hmm. only see his back, and uh, as he swings, you can see he's got a beard on the side of his face. What does it look like? Look like a Yeti, or look like Bigfoot, or it ain't full. Okay, doesn't look like you know the uh, kind of looks like Kearns. Okay, you know it's not a it's not trimmed. All right, it's not Grizzly Adams full. You know. All right, all right, and but I'm not sure you could tell. <clears throat> you know, thing about Phil is, is that we all you know he's a big guy. And mm-hmm. so he always, even when he was thin to me, he always looked big. He's right. got big shoulders and stuff. So I'm not sure you could tell how big his belly was um, through the video. But So anyways, they go through this. <clears throat> what I found interesting, and what Craig and I were talking about, was why Phil ran so quickly to this opportunity in Saudi Arabia. Because it looked like blood money. In fact, yep. he even admitted it. And it didn't, it was, it didn't cast it didn't put him in a really good light then you come to find out and we all knew this because phil's like this right he plays golf like a gambler he gambles like a gambler and he's and he can be kind of reckless he does stuff just to do stuff sometimes there's no rhyme or reason except for the fact he always considered himself the smartest guy in the room which is a dangerous thought yep right especially when you're gambling yep so one guy, this John Hawkins, used to be a pretty popular golf writer back in the day, and he and Phil were kind of close. And he was at the tour, anymore. tour championship <laughs> with Phil. And Phil pulls out his phone, and this John Hawkins said he made 50 bets in 20 minutes and was brazen about it. Just It was almost like he was egging this John Hawkins on to, to report it, but which he didn't because, you know. So can I give you a personal antidote? Yeah. So I was doing the Mavericks postgame shows for the ticket, mm-hmm. and it was during the Nelson one year, and Mavericks are in the playoffs. Yep. 
and rumor fills up in a in a suite with Amy. Okay. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go up and introduce myself. I don't have any call reluctance. I'm going to go say hello. I'm in the golf business, even though I'm doing Mavericks postgame shows. And I walked up, and there is Amy and Phil sitting at a, sitting away from everybody else, mm-hmm. just making bets huh. on their phones. Even Amy, huh? Back and forth. And apparently she had as big of a problem as he did back then. Interesting. And I, I watched it, and I, it was made me so uncomfortable. I never even – I was by myself with them. Just those two and me. And it made me so uncomfortable I didn't even introduce myself. I walked out and left. Interesting. Well, he is an adrenaline junkie, like I said. Mm -hmm. He likes to take a lot of chances, which makes him entertaining. You know, he takes – I always thought the difference between him and Tiger. Tiger would pull off a shot if it made sense, a really ridiculous shot. Right. Phil did it just for the hell of it. Right. It seemed like. Right. Even when he – it should have been a simple shot. He had to make it more difficult because it Sometimes. looked good. You know, hit it behind his – Hit over his, his head, head yeah, whatever, that kind yeah. of stuff. But here's what was interesting. So everybody wonders, well, Phil made at least – he's made over, you know, five hundred, six hundred thousand million dollars uh, on and off course probably. Maybe. Well, but it's not what he netted. Right. Because every, one of the things in the, in the original uh, transcript – was that Phil sold his Gulfstream, which was outside of his family, was his most beloved possession. He flies. He's kind of like Arnie, kind of like Arnie in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right. And um, and he had to sell it, and everybody kind of goes, "Whoa, he's that's like cutting off your arm to him." Right. Then you start reading this article, and they uh, they had to do a forensics examination because of his tie-in with Billy Walters on insider trading right. and gambling and all that. And they said that his gambling losses between 2010 and 2014 was $40 million. Right when I saw him, by the way, 2010. $40 million. So those are his prime. Those were kind of his prime earning years, too. So they figured he was earning just north of $40 million a year. Okay. But then, when you take California uh, taxes, uh, cost to cover his plane, his mansion, agent, caddy, pilot, you know, everything else, when they all figured it out, with his gambling losses at about $10 million a year, he broke even. You know, and I, I, I'll just say this about... And he didn't about, win a lot since 2014, 2017, no. you know. And I'll say this about... Phil on this is, you know, and about everybody, you know, he came out and said, you know, the PJ tour is terrible. Yada, yada, yada. That's why I'm helping this. No, PJ tour wasn't terrible. You were terrible with your money, buddy. Right. And didn't manage it well at all. No, I mean, you, you, you should have plenty of money right now. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure he probably still does just because what his pension looks like. Right. Oh yeah. Um, it's going to be huge. And and so when you look at that, I, I, I just remember Paul Stankowski told us though, he's pension rich. Yeah. Right. So you have to wait a while. He's well, like, how, I mean, how how wait do you have? How long do you have to wait after you're fifty? He's fifty two and he just won a major. I mean, it, how much more do you have to wait? Well, yeah. Then he doesn't have any endorsements, right? Guess you have yeah. to. Guess you have to retire officially. But fifty nine, fifty nine and a half. That's 62? a four hundred one k. I yeah. don't know pension. I don't. I think you can take it whenever you want. Got to pay just, a penalty on it. I don't, not only do you have to pay a penalty on a pension. I'm sure, I CPA tells. Yeah, but um, by the way. As an aside, we always used to say the guy who had the most in his pension was the guy who was like, that guy 
made it off his pension. Justin Leonard? Yeah, yeah. Got a sponsor exemption to Nelson. How about that? The last time he played. When's the last time he played on a Champions Tour? That's the other thing I'd want. I haven't. I looked, just FYI, I looked on the on the player stats, you know, the, down you know, on the PGA Tour to see, you know, when he last played. Doesn't even have a profile on the PGA Tour. Went to the Champions Tour, doesn't have a profile on the Champions Interesting. Tour. Interesting. Well, he's so. a full-time commentator now, and by yeah, the way, he, he does a really good job. He does. He's more into root, that I'm very gonna, nicely. Look, I'm going to root for him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh because he's in, but I don't know how competitive he'll be, and that's a long course for him, I think. So, but anyway, I'll root for him. Yeah, we'll talk to John Drago about but, uh, that. But you know, you, you sit there and he's screaming at the PGA Tour because you know they they're not fair, they don't do a good job. No, you you suck because you you spent you wasted all your money on gambling. It was a money grab, and pure yeah. and simple. And I, even if, and I'll say this, and I said this, I think I've said this on the air in the last couple of weeks. Even if. He would have said through this, Lee Westwood's going to say it. Ian Poulter's going to say it. Hey, look, it's a money grab. Mm-hmm. They're going to give me $40 million, and I'm and I'm mm-hmm. 50 years old. and I'm not going to win much on the PGA I'm not Tour up on the, yeah, I, I'll take it. Yeah. Because that, that sets me up for a lot more things. $50 million is hard to turn away no matter who you are. It's going to be interesting how this all plays out. I think everybody uh, dug in, uh, a way too early grave on the live bit on the Saudi Arabian. I think they have so much money, they're not giving up. They're going to figure out a way to do this. But I will tell you, too, there's no question of the things I've read and some of the inside stuff. Again, I had a bunch of caddies staying with me mm-hmm. um, a couple weeks ago, the Champions Tour event, and, and getting some inside info because they still talk to the PGA right. Tour guys. If Phil's comments didn't come out, that tour would be way bigger right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Huge. And you'd have you'd had a lot of guys signed up already. One of the guys told me at least five of the top ten players in the world were already in. Yeah, they uh, everybody just turtled. Yep. Afterwards, just you because bad PR. Yep. By the way, last thing I know we're a little bit late, Jay, but last thing, and I, this is the one that floored me, is back when uh, Bones McKay and Phil oh, yeah. uh, split. This is back in 2017. You go, wow, that's like that was like one of the greatest relationships ever in the history of golf, right? And it looked very amicable. It did, well, that's what they did publicly. Right. Then come to find out that because Phil was leaking oil, i.e. money, all over the place, he owed Bones well into six figures, which is ridiculous. They said the, the comment was hundreds of thousands yes. of dollars. Yeah, and back pay. So they pretty much uh, they split at, uh, at the 2017 memorial, and Bones fired Phil. And you're thinking, so we talked about this yesterday, right? It, it, it's like, you're Bones McKay. I'm sure Phil's take, Phil has, is Phil's, very generous. He was very generous. I mean, he was the best tipper on tour. And we used to hear stories about how he'd take care of Bones. Yeah. Bought, him a, bought him a membership at the Whisper, uh, yeah, Whisper Rock yeah, out uh-huh. in Phoenix. And, yep. and takes good care of him every time he won. He was right. like, yeah, Bones was taken care of. Well, I'm sure he's starting to struggle, and he probably in his mind said, you know what, I've already taken good care of him. I can not have to pay for this. And there are certain things that are they're a little bit gray area-ish. Ryder Cup, Olympics, right? the match, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things. I'm not sure. I agree. You don't know, and probably there's a Phil that I've already taken good care of But there's got to be a point, but though, no. when you're s- – in the six figures in yes. debt to your guy you, that's pretty much your partner, 
I don't know why uh, Bones. I guess leave it to Bones to let it go that long. Yep, and he probably had a really good offer on the Justin Thomas band. on the golf. No, on the golf channel. On the golf channel, yeah. Yeah, and it's like he was really good. Yep, he is good. He'll, he so. still does it every once in a while when Justin is not playing. Yeah. So there you go. That's a little update on Phil. Uh, again, uh, you should read this article. Uh, I tweeted at our net Rick. It's uh, worthy. It's kind of eye-opening. And that was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. Coincidentally, that's where we're at today. We're at uh, Bear Creek Golf Club over by the airport. If you haven't been here in a while, check out the backyard eating area. It is stupendous. And uh, the interior, the clubhouse has been redone. By the way, it wasn't rave it was rare i was being told yeah rave you might have a bunch of 20 somethings wanting to come out here again but everybody raved about it <laughs> they did a really good job so let's get in the leaderboard because they do have something going on before we get into the texas swing again before we do let's talk about the greatness of advancedplaster.com just talked to jt the other day get some things done with the pool and as usual he takes care of everything in a expedient way I mean, everything I need, it's right there. And last night I'm playing with the with the app. So I can turn on the spa, and it's just, it's the greatest. And it's like you always say, Craig, everybody's moving out to the backyard. That's, that's the, we're extending the square footage of the house, right? That's what everybody's doing. And you don't want it, you, you have your house looking really good. You don't want your backyard not to look as good as your, your True. house, right? Or, True. or you may even want it to look better, so you well, don't have to stay in there. I don't want to look, stay in this creepy house. Let me go out in my backyard. People want to hang out That's in the good. backyard. Yeah, they do, especially right now. How perfect oh, weather it is right awesome now. Last night. Get the spa going. Mm-hmm. I would love a spa. I need to get one of those. I'm going to talk to JT about putting in a spa. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, advancedplaster.com. Been around since 95. They do stupendous work. Everybody we've... Uh, Turned them on to his uh, fine service, has uh, sent us back glowing remarks. We always like to hear that. So check them out. If you look at your backyard and look at it with an honest eye, and it looks, and if it looks like in comparison to like shag carpeting, it's time to update. If your tile's not perfect, if, the co- if that pool doesn't shine and smile at you, get the plastering. it plastering, get it redone. Yeah, you'll, you'll you will love it. And if you ever sell the house, it's good resale value yeah. too. So check it out. It's advancedplaster.com. And Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. 840 on the little ticket, T-Box. Rick, Craig, Kern, Jay, Jonathan. We're at the greatness of Bear Creek Golf Club, hard by the airport. 36 holes. Redid the uh, backyard. Well, it's literally called the backyard. It's a nice eating area. They did a really good job on this. They're teeing off on 1 and 10 today. Mm -hmm. I love watching golf swings. Mm-hmm. It's yep. just so much fun. All Every, unique. You know, especially when you're talking about a daily fee golf course like this, you see everything. And mm-hmm. you know what? You don't need to have a perfect golf swing to get it down the fairway. You just need to be square at impact. Thank you, Anthony Broussard at Pure Swing Golf, for letting me know that. Mm-hmm. You just have to be square at impact. And I just, you know. I'll give you one suggestion. Everybody one suggestion. Take less time over the ball. The one thing I see, the longer you take over the ball, the worse the shot's going to be. You just can't pull the triggers. Just get over it. In fact, Craig taught me, don't even take a practice swing. Just get up there and hit it. It's amazing Well, the, all, it the idea of the practice swing, and it was actually when my body wasn't in the same physical condition as today, yeah. you take a full practice swing at, at every shot, you're playing 36 holes. Yep. It's true. 
All right, this is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Plano, Ewing Buick GMC. We'll talk to the uh, the tournament director of the sold-out Byron Nelson up at Craig Ranch, John Drago, at 8.50. But first, got a leaderboard. It's Be called, quick with this one. It's called the Wells Fargo. Yeah. But they're not playing in Quail Hollow. I don't ever understood this. So they're not playing Quail Hollow. I get it kind of with a ma- when, when a major's being hosted. But they're playing the President's Cup there this year. What's the difference? Who cares? Play twice. I guess they got it. I don't know. I don't know either. But by the way, I've, so play, I've played this course a number of times. Yeah. It was n- not a favorite of the of the players for mm-hmm. a long time, although there was a hole-in-one on a par four here. Nice. Andrew McGee hit yeah, it off that. somebody's putter, mm-hmm. and it went in. That was the first one, too. I think there have been a couple more since Heather? then. Have there? I think, but I, I can't swear to it. But, but uh, I, I've been out here a number of times. It's you know, TPC some really, Potomac? Some really Potomac. cool houses Potomac. out there, I remember. Sure, but, there's always cool houses on yeah. golf courses. Jason Day is 10 under. He's leading by three. Missed his last four cuts? Uh, three of the last four. Four? Yeah, but hasn't been playing well. By the way, I looked at uh, his stats and Jordan Spieth. Care to uh, guess who has made more career money? Well, I guess you're going to tell me Jason Day. No. By five hundred thousand less than Jordan, and they're one tournament win apart. Jason Day's got twelve. Jason's got. I wouldn't have expected him to have that many wins. Yeah, I didn't realize. Well, that. he was killing it back in the day. Yeah, and then everything fell apart. He was. He was a fan fa- until he won his. <clears throat> excuse me. Until he won his major, mm-hmm. and then he started to enjoy life. Saw him on the. Saw him on the sidelines of every major sporting event. Right after that, he and his wife play the and, hits, uh, baby. Yep. So. Uh, Max Homa, fan favorite. He's at seven under par. Only because he's such a great Twitter follow. No, he's. I like watching him. He's a. He's one of the few guys that can actually pull off a mustache. Mm. So I just like. I, golf needs more of him. Yeah, they really do. I agree. Luke List, long driver. He's at six under. James Hahn, Kirk uh, Kediyama, who had a good week last. Playing week. decent. Yeah, mm-hmm. not too shabby. Uh, it's it is a horrible field if you're looking at uh, strength of fields two fifty seven. I wouldn't say bad. it's horrible. It's not it's, awesome. It's, it's not, not what it's not usually what the Wells Fargo is. We'll say that. No, not even close. How about uh, Ricky Fowler making the cut? Good for Shot him. Shot a sixty six on Thursday, ballooned a little bit. She got a bogey by holding out from the fairway. Yeah, did you watch that hole at I all? Did. It's funny. Yeah, and then he started counting on his fingers. Yeah. Sergio, which you talk about at nine thirty, he's at two under par. You know, somebody asked me a question about Ricky Fowler. Mm-hmm. Has Puma renegotiated with him? And down. Good question. I mean, you wonder if did do you think Nike renegotiated with Tiger when he was having his issues? They didn't drop Absol- him. Absolutely not. Tiger's more like Air Jordan, Michael Jordan. There's a TW brand and everything else. But I, but. I think Ricky's still a fan favorite for the kids. Yeah. Still like the orange look on this, you know, with the flat bill cap. So he hasn't made a lot of cuts, so he hasn't wear his custom no. orange on the weekend. No, no, <laughs> but I wonder. I, I'm thinking he's probably still solid with Puma. I miss him contending. Yes. I like him. Yes. But his game just, you know, it's kind of his game kind of left him when he got married. Kind of. Well, I, I'm going to argue with you that remember when we used to do those. Tour confidentials. Yeah. And they used to say, the question was, who's the most overrated player? Yeah. And almost every year, it was him, number one. I don't think it was his golf prowess. I think it was the fact he was just so marketable. And people said, well, yeah, okay, but start winning some majors. Do something. 
Remember yeah. that one year he came in top five every major? Yeah. So, but you know, when it leaves you, it leaves you. Yep. And so, I, but he's a guy you root for, right? So he made a cut, so good for him. Yep. like seeing that. Guys who missed the cut, I saw that uh, uh, Mark Leishman missed the cut. He, he was, was a popular be, pick he this week. He was a popular pick this week. Wesley Bryan, we like Wesley Bryan. He I was did. part of the uh, golf uh, trick shots for a while. 66-78. His brother got into the U.S. Open, I think, or at least got to the next lo- next round. Mm-hmm. Webb Simpson we- didn't make the cut. I'm worried about him. Yeah, he's kind of calling a falling off. How about Patrick Reed? Seven over. Yesterday, you know, the PGA Tour right now has been a situation where at least the last, uh, since since the players, if you're on the wrong side of the tee times. Yeah, you get hosed. Yeah, and it, and so I can't tell you that how bad Patrick Reed played. He might have been on the wrong side yesterday. His ball striking is horrendous. He's is like it? in the 140s now, oh. ranked. So he's having issues. If you can't if you can't hit your irons, you got you got issues. Uh, I've been watching Morgan Hoffman. <laughs> if you haven't read, uh, just uh, Google his uh, his name. Look under Golf Digest. Uh, this Ron Rappaport wrote a great article on him because uh, he has cystic fibrosis. I think one of his uh, chests kind of caved in. I wasn't. I thought it was uh, multiple sclerosis. Could have been that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he just and a doctor could not figure out a cure. They just said, you know, just pat you on the head and say, you know, just got to live with it. And he didn't want to, so he doing total holistic medicine. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he exiled out in Chile or the Dominican. Where did he hang out at? He Costa Rica. Costa Rica. And I mean, he went off the rails. He started taking the stuff like almost like voodoo doctor stuff. And he's got he's got it back, and he wants to keep on playing. He missed the cut his first go around by a shot. But they said when he was at Oklahoma State, he was nails. He was. They thought he was going to be the next latest and greatest, yeah. and uh, just you know, had bad mis- misfortune. By the way, uh, real quick, um, so I know we're we're going to get yep. to the uh, John Jerry go. Yeah, Curtis Thompson. Yeah, decent player from LSU. Started off with a double bogey on the first hole. Yeah, she's never good. And didn't get any better. Because he had another, he had in seven holes, he had one par, mm-hmm. a triple, yep. two doubles, three bogeys, ten over after seven. Mm-hmm. I got that. I, I can take him. <laughs> I've played that course. I know I'm better than from that. the tips. And he withdrew uh, from the tips. Got to be careful. I mean, if it's playing seventy-three, whatever hundred yards, uh, I got that. I don't know about that. I got that. I don't know. <laughs> not saying you're not playing poorly. I'm just saying you start. Extending those tips a little bit. It exposes you. Yeah. All right, that was brought to you by the greatness of Pure Swing. Up next, we will talk to the tournament director of the AT&T, Byron Nelson, the sold-out Byron Nelson. That would be John Drake. Before we do that, Craig, let's talk about the greatness of PGA Tour Superstores, the proud sponsor of the T-Box, and they have four stores here in the Metroplex. They have one in Plano, one in Frisco, actually two in Plano. One's right on the cusp of Frisco and Plano, of Preston. Their biggest and most... uh, uh, their busiest store. Then they have one in Southlake and the newest one down in Arlington. It's like, if you're a golfer, it's a kid in a candy store, man. When I can go through every aisle. I could always find something to buy. Do I always buy it? Nah, it depends. But <laughs> if you uh, check out, when you do check out at the cashier, you mention T-Box, you get $20 off your first 100 On a separate deal. Make sure you make this separate. You say T-Box again, 
you get 50 off 250. You know, I just uh, lost a little weight, uh-huh. went out there, and got a whole new wardrobe. Got an ensemble. And uh-huh. uh, and actually, you're looking at it today. How about that? So, uh, needed to do that, and boy, they I have everything. got my little discount. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Looking better. And they have, uh, if you want to get uh, get a full bag fitting, full, it's usually 150 bucks. Yeah. You sign up online, and you type in T-Box, absolutely free. And it's worth it. I've done it. Uh, yep. They do a really good job. They have uh, all the hitting bays, all the golf simulators. They can break your swing down by spin rate, ball speed, everything. And uh, and they have every club there to hand to you to try. And the greatest thing is is they don't tell you what it is. Don't ever look at a golf club, uh, what, what the brand is. Just hit it. Make sure it looks good on the ground. Just hit it. Don't let that bias get in, get in your way. Uh, you might be surprised what's the best for you. All right, check that out. It's PGA Tour Superstores. They don't have it. You don't need it. Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. 8.58 on The Ticket, May 7th. It's a Saturday. We've got the tee box. Rick, Craig, Kern, Jay, Jonathan. We're at the Greatness of Bear Creek Golf Course, hard by uh, DFW Airport, 36 holes. They upgraded the uh, heat eating area. It's called the Backyard stupendous kind of like uh kind of like street food type mm. uh look and they redid the clubhouse and they redid the uh, pro shop it's all good out here at bear creek we have uh, like arcus royalty here today we have uh, chris crocker is chief marketing officer we have svp of operations jeff levine i think the ceo blake walker is coming by in a little bit so we got to be in our best behavior today so yeah, screw that yeah well, well they know us <laughs> uh nine ten We'll talk about Craig playing one of the more expensive courses in the United States, if not the most expensive, on a per-round basis. And I'll tell you where I've been for the past couple months. And then at 9.30, we'll dive into uh, Sergio (laughs) 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 and his comments and the ruling and all that other good stuff. But before that, let's get to uh, important man here in the Metroplex, John Drago. He's the tournament director of the AT&T Byron Nelson. That'll be held next week at Craig Ranch. Had great reviews last year. And let's do it right. Tra- the ATT Byron Nelson. Yeah. The uh, word travels fast on the PGA Tour. And I think everybody was kind of waiting to see what it was going to be like at Craig Ranch. When you look at the strength of field, I think they have four of the top 10 and they have nine of the top 15. Well, let's bring golfers. them on. John Drago, congratulations, my friend, on a stellar. We can't wait to see this stellar field. Hey, welcome the, back, Rick. Thanks for thank having you, me sir. on. Yeah. Hey, so uh, you're a rock star right now. This is, I mean, this has to be the best field since Tiger played. Hey, you need to retire after this week, next week. And on a high. Well, I don't know if you're seeing what the stock market's done lately, so that's not going to no, happen. that's true. <laughs> Good point. But, uh, buy more, no, buy more, buy the dips. <laughs> that's right. We're, we're certainly excited and uh, getting ready for next week. It's uh, I haven't done the done the research to see that uh craig about since tiger play but it's definitely proud of the field we got a lot of newcomers that haven't played us before so i think maybe you're right about the people hearing about how good the golf course was last year and i think they're gonna be even doubly impressed this year with how good it is right now so yeah we're excited about it okay so what's going to be the biggest change from last year that you've done besides the fact that hey it's sold out right if you want a ticket you ain't going to Ticketmaster right now and getting one yeah, that's a that's that's the biggest change for sure, right there. And 
we talk about it a lot. You know, people are saying that this is our second year at TPC Craig Ranch, and it probably is for the players, but we're really trying to treat it as our first year here because with the limited attendance last year, you know, we kind of got a trial run, but to immediately sell it out this year and to have, you know, upwards of 30,000 people a day out there and our parking lot's full for the first time and our amenities and how people are going around the golf course, we're really treating it as a first year. We're going to try to get better every single year, but that's definitely the biggest change of any is that, uh, one, the golf course is in so much better shape just because we didn't have that freeze that we had last year that we were kind of recovering from right during the tournament. So, I mean, there's two and a half inches of rough out there, which uh, we certainly didn't have last year. Uh, the weather looks to be firm and fast next week, hopefully. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, we're going to have a heck of a lot of people out there. Talking to John Drago, he's tournament director of the AT&T Byron Nelson tournament. That'll be next week at uh, Craig Ranch. So you sold out 30000 a day. Is well, there, is there a weekend, limit? Right? Yeah, could you have done more? We certainly could have done more as it relates to demand. Um, you know, I think what we want to focus on, as I said, this is our first year at TPC Craig Ranch with a full capacity. So we want to make sure that we have a good spectator experience out here. So we weren't willing to sacrifice that by selling more than we should. Uh, we're going to we're gonna debrief after this year and see if this was the right number, see if it should be more or less, whatever it should be as we move forward. Like I said, our goal is to is to continue to make it better every single year. But we feel like we've got a good number for you know the parking, the logistics, the traffic flow, all of that right now. And uh, we'll see what it's like come, come Sunday. Okay, so 5 o'clock Friday afternoon, you get everybody's got to say they're either in or they have to say they're in if they're playing. Yep. What was the biggest surprise? Uh, really, there wasn't any surprises yesterday. There was a couple that committed right after the deadline, which, you know, 5 o'clock Eastern is the deadline, but players also have an, up until 30 minutes after they finish their round um, oh. at Wells Fargo to commit. So we had a few we kind of thought the field was done, and then uh, Brian Harmon and Morgan Hoffman surprised us kind of right after the deadline which changed a couple of things, and then we had a WD right after that. But it settled down about where we thought it would be. Um, so no surprises late in the game. We had, Like I said, we've got a few newcomers who we traditionally haven't had. You know, Bubba Watson hasn't played us ever. Um, Justin Thomas hasn't played us since his uh, rookie year on tour. Yeah, um, I noticed that. Xander Schauffele hasn't played us, Francesco Molinari. So some of those, you know, just kind of surprises internally just because they t- traditionally haven't played us. But nothing late in the game like your, like that. Talk, talking to John Drago, he's the tournament director, a very happy tournament director from the AT&T Byron oh, Nelson yeah. up at uh, Craig Ranch. So I was curious about this. So the, the players, they get treated really well. They have courtesy cars and all that. And they also ask, or maybe the tournament provides um, some nice benefits, whether it's tickets to a sporting event or whatever. Who handles that? Yeah, we've got a player relations group of salesmanship club members that handle that. Um, we've actually got a, a charter that's going to the PGA Championship in Tulsa for players that might be playing at both also. So we've got mm-hmm. somebody that's kind of watching that for us. And, yeah, with the Mavs playing the way they are and the Stars playing the way they are, we've got a group that's going out to the Stars game on Monday. Um, hopefully we'll have a Game 6 Mavs, I think, on Thursday of tournament week. And Stars Game 6 would be Friday of tournament week. So, we may have something like that going on, but yeah, we got a player relations group here at the salesmanship club that tries to work on that for us. If we can, if we can do it, we'd love to. Sometimes we can't. Sometimes we can't. 
Sure. Okay, so let's go through yeah. sponsors' exemptions because it's always a big uh, point of contention, and people hear you on the tee box, and they they come to me and say, hey, can you get me in, which I have zero pull. Please let them know that right now, too, that I have zero pull. Less um, than zero. But why don't you go through the sponsor exemptions and maybe a little bit of uh, walk us through because you guys did something really special early on when you gave sponsor exemptions to Jordan Spieth early on. And I think you right. gave them to Scotty Scheffler too, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Actually, Scotty played when he was still in high school also. He was 17 years old. He played, finished 22nd that year when he was yeah. uh, still in high school. He actually made a hole-in-one on number two out at TPC Four Seasons, I remember, that year also, I think, in the second round. So, uh yeah, we try to be strategic for sure when it comes to our, our sponsor exemption. We used to, when I first started, we actually used to take our slate of exemptions to Mr. Nelson's house um, right before we submitted him to the PGA Tour, and he kind of had the final blessing. Uh, so we try to keep that in mind. We have kind of some some board protocols when it comes to picking. We want to we wanna look for that new star, that next star, like we did with Jordan, um, somebody local. We always like to support and then we also like to support at least one or two people who have supported us in the past a really long time that might need something um and then lastly we always give to a to a past champion the first time that they need one to get in uh so you probably saw on the list jason duffner got a spot this year that would be an example of a past champion that needed some help this year and, and we took care of him. justin leonard great example of somebody that was really good to us for a really long time played a lot of lot with us and he got one this year. And then we also went uh, the youth route again, Rasmus um, Hogard, mm-hmm. who, as you know, you know, teenager playing really, really good golf. Um, he, he John brother. Murphy. He, yeah. He's actually in second place on the European side right now. So, Is he really? And I think another one yeah. that we gave, another young 19-year-old bomber, Tom Kim, um, is I think in eighth place in Asia or was last night uh, when we submitted the exemption. Um, and then you'll see a name John Murphy on there. Uh, the other thing, we've got a relationship with the Golf Coaches Association of America. The winner of the Byron Nelson Collegiate Golf Award has an eligible spot in our tournament every year. Um, so you'll see Matt Messner, for instance, is playing on that spot because he won that award last year. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. John Murphy won in 2019, would have been eligible to play our tournament in 2020, and clearly didn't because of the pandemic. He then took his uh, extra eligibility to stay at Louisville one more year last year, so he didn't want to play last year and then turn professional, and we've honored that exemption this year with one of our exemptions to make sure that he was able to to represent that award with us as well this year. So those are the five Great. that we've given out to date. We're kind of holding a couple till uh, the end of the weekend. We're talking to John Drago. He's tournament director next week's AT&T Byron Nelson Championship. So Cage Lee won last year at 25 under par. Everybody happy with 25 under? Do you guys even care what the what the winning score is? I think everybody's got a little bit different opinion. I don't. I want. I love birdies. I love people cheering. Um, I will say I'd, I'd be shocked if it's that this year just because, you know, they played lift, clean, and place two of the days last year. Uh, we didn't have any wind at all. It wasn't a ton of rough. And this year the rough's already at two and a half inches. It's playing pretty nice. firm and fast right now. It's, wind's supposed to blow a little bit next week. So, I, I mean, they're so good. They can shoot 25 under, I think, anywhere. Um but no, we just—I want to finish at five o'clock on Sunday. That's my goal. <laughs> you and the media, everybody wants to finish at five o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> hey, so if there's—if I'm—if uh, I'm listening right now and say, "Boy, I—I I missed out on tickets," and I really want to go. It sounds awesome. I—I I want to go watch Justin Thomas play and Jordan and 
Will's Outdoors and Scotty. Are there any ways I can get in? Are there any any packages or anything I can go find? Is there any way I can last minute say I can get into the Nelson? Yeah, we don't have anything left that we're selling. I know Ticketmaster is, is out of tickets and is shut down. There is some tickets on the secondary market right now. We noticed this morning. Um, and uh, I think the ticket may even have a few tickets that they're giving out. Maybe you play in the, the Mother's Day golf outing tomorrow. You got any spots oh, cool. left? I think you get tickets in, in from that, too. So that's really probably the best way to do it. We do have a concert Saturday night with Lee Bryce if that does have tickets available if anybody wants to come out for that. Nice. Where, where is that? Yeah. It's right across the street at our main entrance, kind of a you know backyard yeah, okay. uh, festival-type concert. should be fun. Well, congratulations on on just a great great year, and um, I mean, I just just having the strength of feel that you have, and everything else, and selling out. I mean, everything. I don't even think anybody cared about the strength of field. It was sold out before anybody announced they were playing. So uh, whatever you did was really really good, and so congratulations on all that. And uh, we'll get, see you. I guess we'll see you this week. Yeah. No. Oh, all right. Yeah. Let me know when you're out. All right. Thanks, John. Always a pleasure. Yeah, That's John Drago. He's tournament director. At the already successful, and sometimes started yet, and sometimes fill in for the tee box. That's true. That's a couple true. times you were out, I had him on. He was really good. Big rules guru. So, uh, yep, he's a good. I love to try to stump him. Yeah, good luck with all. I that. know it's never happened. <laughs> all right, nine ten on the ticket. That was good. Um, that was brought to you by the greatness of the Texas Junior Golf Tour. So. If you got a kid that's uh, looking to get a little competition, see how they rank them, see if they even like it, check it out. The Texas Junior Golf Tour is a great way to start off that uh, little adventure. All right, up next, uh, I've been out for a while. People asking where I've been, I think I'll tell you. And also Craig played uh, one of the, wow, I'm going to say it's the most expensive golf course per round that people can play get his thoughts on that right after we talk about the greatness of pure swing golf boy i'm so glad we have a relationship with anthony broussard because my golf game's gotten so much better mm-hmm. he is he has made me a better golfer but he's also made me a better putter and you know he he knows first off he's really good yeah he's awesome and so you want to go to somebody who knows how to play right i mean if when the Tech's open. He won the Tech State Open and uh, was on tour for a while and hits the ball a mile and knows what he's doing. But you sit in it, you go and get a lesson there. You go sit in your simulator. By the way, they're huge simulators and they're, I mean, they're giant and everything is. You could even hit them. Hit them. I could. Yeah. And I've had issues with them before. Yes, you and did. you go in and, and they, they, they wire you up and they know exactly um, what was going on. And uh, they'll tell you basically on the stats of what you need to do to fix your swing. And they'll be there, and they have everything that they need to help you do that. Yep. Help me uh, gain at least an extra club in distance. I actually uh, gave a guy, guy said, hey, look, I haven't played in 10 years. Who should I go to? I said, there's really only one person I would recommend to you right now if you're willing to drive to Addison, which he was because he lives in Plano. Yep. And he said, I said, Pure Swing Golf. I said, you can find really, really good uh, uh, teachers there. And they will really help your game. Yeah, they're right uh, just to the west of uh, the Galleria. In fact, uh, Anthony just had a new student, Karen Kim, qualify for the U.S. Women's Open. So she he started working with her about three months ago. So there you go, ringing endorsement. But by the way, you don't need to be that good to go see him. You can be a beginner 
and it's really private in there, so if you, you don't have to be embarrassed about you know hitting a bad shot. And that's one other thing I really like about that place. Just go to pureswinggolf.com, pureswinggolf.com. Play better golf. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket. Hey, good morning, the tee box. We are at Bear Creek today, right by DFW Airport off Mid-Cities Boulevard and 360. 36 holes. They have a brand new eating area called the Backyard. Looks stupendous. It's like uh, like a street food fair. And they even have one of like a street food uh, truck. Right they have outside. a golf stream. Yeah, looks really cool. That's a golf stream, right? Yeah, I yeah. think it is. And we'll be here till 10. You can meet some of the high ups at... Uh, from Arcus, you have Blake Walker, you have Chris Crocker, you have Jeff Levine. If you want to say hi to them. Uh, 9.30, we'll talk about Sergio and what he said and what happened to him this week. It has to do with the Saudi Arabian tour. But before that, let's get to some weather. It's going to be in the 90s starting today. Remember, when I say this, this is in the shade. It's going to be 96 today, 99 tomorrow. 97, a little hint of rain on Monday, and then 90s the rest of the week. No rain at Craig Ranch for the AT&T Byron Nelson Championship. All right. So, a couple things. We'll get to Craig in a second because he had the he had the opportunity to play a course that a lot of people usually like, I think, but they were highly uh, publicized for raising their rates to it's now thousand dollars a round. So we'll ask Craig if, because uh, I have a side story on that. We'll talk about that in just a second. But I've been kind of out for the last couple months. <clears throat> and I want to thank all the uh, listeners and well-wishers for just wondering what's going on. And I kind of went, I went dark. I went, meaning I just kind of went off the reservation for a while. And mostly because, for some reason, um, I'm about to give a ringing endorsement here in a second. Um uh, I had the worst case of insomnia that even the doctors had seen. I was getting two hours sleep a night. Let me tell you something. Two hours sleep, you do that over consecutive days, your body breaks down quickly. I mean, it just it, you can't do anything. In fact, as, as I was going through this, I started reading up on uh, sleep deprivation. And part of it is uh, when you go into deep sleep, that's when your body repairs itself, does everything. I mean, it's, it's just like taking your car into the, uh, into the repair shop and getting your oil change and your spark plugs and you know, everything, right? And it just it gets worse and worse. And, yeah, I was able to get some of my work done, but Craig would look at me and he'd go, uh, are you okay? I was like a zombie. And uh, there's two things that I knew <clears throat> that I said, okay, this is really starting to affect me. One was my car looked like ass. I I keep my car meticulous, and it looked horrible. It looked like somebody just dumped mud on it, and I didn't care. <laughs> and the second thing was <clears throat> I was so tired and so beaten down that I was driving the speed limit. I don't drive the speed limit. The speed limit is just a theory to me. <laughs> I like going faster, and I'm going the speed limit, or I'm going slower than the speed limit. So I go to all these doctors, right? And I'm getting frustrated. And it manifests in other things, too. You just feel badly. And I couldn't concentrate. And I said, man, I don't want to go on the air. I tried it once or twice, and I was fighting. 
every segment, I was like, let me just get through this. Let me just I, get through this. I knew we made it. I made a decision to give you more of extended time when at 4 o'clock on a Friday you sent me a text and said, I'm not sure. Yeah. And it's like, well, I wasn't sure. And you weren't. And you you were a different guy. It was a roller coaster. Look, you've worked with me for 23 years. Yep. You know, in different capacities. But I've known you for 23 years. I've never seen you like this. I've never seen you like this. It was hard. It was really difficult. I did. So things that I, I normally would always do, I would never miss. Didn't work out. I, I just dropped everything, except the stuff I had to do for work. Right. But this was, I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to put the listeners through it. I didn't want to put myself through it. I didn't want to put you through it. Thank you and Eli for uh, for doing yeoman's work while I was gone. But for a while there, I didn't even miss it. I didn't miss anything. So, to get to the endorsement part. <clears throat> so, I go to all these doctors. I said, just give me something, right? Something that, and I, I tried uh, uh, like a Tylenol PM. You know what that did to me? It was real interesting. Everybody worries about, like, if you get put under anesthesia, that you can't move, you can't talk, you can't, but you feel everything. I was, like, paralyzed. I, I was kind of awake, but I couldn't move. It was really strange. Anyway, but then they started putting me on more exotic stuff, and none Ooh, of it worked. Exotic stuff. Yeah, but none of it worked. I would get, literally, I'd wake up in two hours, and I couldn't go back to sleep. Finally. Uh, my son said, you know, uh, my sister-in-law takes CBD gummies. I said, you know, that sounds like it would be a little healthier, especially if it doesn't have THC in it, Jay. But thank you. Um, and I why, started Why, Jay? Uh, he, never mind. Oh, that. Craig doesn't know what that is. I can't hear it. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so um, started taking it, and lo and behold, I'm sleeping through the night. How about and, that? And it's And it's... You know, I think it's pretty natural. It's better than the, all these prescri- uh, prescription drugs. And um, and everything is pretty much back. I couldn't wait to get on today. Before, I was like, eh, I don't know. And uh, everything, going back to the gym, doing every, everything. Life is good. Again, it's, I was, I'm social. People would reach out to me. I wouldn't even call them back. i just text them and say, you know, eh, I'll get back to you when I'm good and able. So. That's what happened over the last two months. And so if you are having problems with sleep, and a lot of people do, you got racing minds at night and all that stuff, before you start taking all the um, really strong stuff, try those first. I think I take like 30 milligrams a night, which is about normal. And uh, worked great, worked great last night. So there you go. So that's where I've been. That's where I've been. Glad to be back. And thanks for all the support. And Everything health. else health-wise good? Yeah. Okay. But it, it did everything, Craig. It, it, I mean, it raised my blood pressure. I mean, it, it, everything just well, manifested. That's where, I, that's where I knew you had a problem. I was in Mexico in February, and I called you about a, a client, and he, you said, hey, on another note, <laughs> my, blood, dying. my blood pressure's <laughs> up, and I've never had an issue before. What should I do? And Ever. I said, go to the doctor. What are you calling me for? Yeah. But I was... I'd never heard you like that before. That's what a lot of people said. They said, never you can tell you by like your it. voice. So your voice Amy, like, Amy's yeah. like, my wife's like, hey, we're going to the beach. I was like, yeah, I'm bringing my phone with me. He goes, why? We're on vacation. I said, hey, Rick just said his blood pressure was I told him to go to the doctor. And uh, and I want to make sure he's okay. And she goes, well, you're on vacation. I said, Amy, he's my, forget yeah, about it. Thanks. He's my friend. Thanks, Craig. And uh, and, I, and I was like, I'm, I'm bringing my phone with me. She said, okay. So you called me about two hours later and said, um, so my doctor put me on some medicine. I'm all good. Yep. And he said, it'll be fine. Yep. 
And you know what? At your age, the fact that you haven't had any, you haven't needed any medication no. up to that point, you're ahead of the game. Well, the other thing that was a weird manifest is uh, I'm normally about a buck sixty-five. That's about my playing weight. I was down to one fifty-two. Didn't know why wow. I was losing weight. I mean, I look like an actor. I look like a skeleton. So. Two months, everything's kind of worked its way out. But, again, thanks to everybody. I, I really appreciate it, um, and it's good to be back. So, on to better, bigger and better news. You got to play a golf course that a do lot of time people – uh, Yes, we do. Okay. So, I – look, we, we print a magazine, right? And mm-hmm. I have a really, really good – I have a 20-year relationship with our printer. Yep. And every year, we usually go to Vegas. He takes me to Vegas. My one little perk – and I, these guys have become my friends, right? right. So I, I like going with them. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a client trip. Mm-hmm. It's a fun trip. And, mm-hmm. and um, so Cass, who you've met before, is uh, the owner of the of the, the printer. Yep. Said, you know what? We haven't done this in three years. Let's go play. Let's go play Shadow Creek. Mm-hmm. And uh, normally we play uh, Southern Highlands. By the way, awesome golf course if you can ever get on. Um, and we usually play Cascada, which I've never been a fan of. <clears throat> this year we're going to play Shadow Creek. And it's my all-time favorite golf course. Really is. Of all the golf courses I've played, it's the best course I've played. Okay. It lacks history. Right. But, you know, Fazio had an open slate. Quick background. Build. They dug 60 feet down and right. built it up. And the first time I ever played it, there were... The, the most exotic animals and birds and peacocks and remember when they imported all the palm uh, the pine trees and from they Augusta and they all died and they all died it's Vegas and uh, but but it is it is a special place for me and and when you when you drive up you can only get there through a limo or a bus from one of the MGM properties you'd never find it if you didn't you would know never find it. it's just no. a little it looks like a telephone booth yep. Yep, and you go through, and it, the drive-up appeal is very similar to Dallas National. When you get into Dallas National, and you drive all the way down the road, and mm-hmm. and it's just it's just cool. And when you go in the locker room, and you see Michael Jordan's locker, and you see all Bills. these other yep. yeah, all these other cool people, it's like wow. <clears throat> they have raised it to a thousand dollars a person. Yeah, and I'm so thinking. Cass did say to me, "Better like it and better enjoy it. It's our last time before we even got there." This is our last time. So you know how I amortize. I like to amortize expenses, right? So it's a thousand bucks. Let's say it takes you five hours. Let's just say. So that's two hundred bucks an hour. Could is that a better deal than getting on a craps table and losing your rear? Depends how you. Depends on that day. But that's what I'm thinking. It, but you but could look could at it like that, way. right? It's entertainment. So normally, and you and I have been to, to Shadow Creek one time. Yes, together mm-hmm. and. When we were there, we didn't see another person there. They did that on purpose. They would do like a, like a half hour between tea times, an hour between tea times. Well, guess so you'd what? You never see the next group. Guess what? Yeah, it's different now. It's a thousand bucks around, buddy. A thousand bucks around. Pack them in. And that golf course was packed. Yeah, that's. And how long did it take? We waited every hole. We first off, here was the other side, and so I've been looking forward to playing this. For a month and a half, right? I've been texting Cass. I can't believe we're going again. This is awesome. Thank right. you so much for this. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And so I've been looking forward. So take the windiest day we've had in Dallas over the last few weeks, which is considerable. It was windier. Wow, that's bad. And this is also you're down sixty feet. Yeah, and it's windier. Wow. And I'm. It's like oh, 
Seriously, I thought it was could have been worse. Could have been raining. Not in Vegas. Can we have rains in Vegas? Not I'm just often. saying. I'm just saying. If you had your choice, I'll take wind over rain. And we get to the driving range, and there's people on the driving range. So I've played there six times, I think. Mm. I've never seen anybody on the driving range before. Okay. Except the people I'm playing with. There's yep. people on the driving range. Nope. People. There's people driving into the course. So it is packed. It's packed. It looks like a muni. <laughs> For a thousand bucks a round. I'm not saying it looks like a muni, but no, I'm just saying, um, I'm the just golf saying, course was perfect. Yeah. The golf course was perfect. It should except be. it was blowing so hard. And we waited every shot. Yeah, it would drive me nuts. And I'd want, I'd want my money back. For a thousand bucks, I was really, really disappointed. Yeah. But, I, but I'll ask you this. How hard do you think Pebble Beach is watching and seeing how things are going at a thousand bucks over Shadow Creek? Well, it's, it's similar in a way because you have to either be a whale or you have to stay at the MGM, probably be a little mini whale, to get on that course. Some right. of the MGM property, right? Right. So it's kind of the same thing with Pebble. You've got to stay at one of their hotels, mm-hmm. I believe. So by the time you're all said and done, so the, the round might be six seventy, seven hundred bucks. That's not counting the, the hotel. No. So <clears throat> I'm going to say it's pretty similar. And the other side, too, I will say, um, by the way, Shadow Creek did not show well during the match. You didn't think so? I didn't think so. I didn't think it I don't think TV did it justice. It's good. It's really I know it's good. It's I just really, didn't think they really very a good, good golf course and even when I looked at it again this year I like, I had more time to look at it, right? Uh-huh. Because yeah. I'm waiting every shot and um and I I'm looking at the golf course like, you know, but I will say this about the golf course. When you play a golf course that you really love and I can I can go through right now. I can go through Craig Ranch. Right. And I can go through every single hole. I know every single hole really, really well. Sure. I can even do it at Merido, and I don't even love that golf course. <laughs> but I can go through that golf course. You know, Trinity Forest, I've right. played it five or six times. I can go through the <sighs> When I get up when I get up to the hole, I know it. But I only the only memorable holes for me in Shadow Creek that is like oh I know I know one because I know where you start and I know seventeen which is at par three over mm-hmm. the water and I know eighteen. I don't think the holes are that that discernible. But quite honestly. Southern Highlands, yeah, which by the way has a new owner and they've cleaned the thing up. Yeah, that thing I know every single hole and What's I can remember cost? it's one hundred sixty grand to join. Okay, it's private. Oh, I figured that. Yeah. Luckily, what's what's a member guest? My printer takes me, Uh and our paper supplier is a member of Southern Islands. Oh, there you go. So there you go. (laughs) So we get on Southern Islands, which is an awesome, awesome. Good to be in paper. So, well, quick side note. So uh, there are times when we go, we do a travel article, and the courses are more than happy. To get some publicity from a oh, publication. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a whatever. live spot about yeah. uh, Arkansas Hot Springs Village. Yeah. And they were happy to have us out there. It was awesome. Yes. And most places will do that for us every time. They're going to get some free press. Yeah. But when we played Shadow Creek, I had to send a letter. I had to send a recommendation. It went all the way up to the EVP of the MGM properties before we were granted permission. I'll give you another one. It's the only, when you want to, when you finish playing, mm-hmm. you know, I have a USGA handicap. Yeah. That course is not rated. That's weird. Can't can't put it in. It's not rated. I wonder why. I don't know. And so like if my, course if my friends think I'm cheating, I'm not. I can't put the score in. Augusta's rated. I mean, every high-end course is rated. Not rated. That's weird. 
Interesting. Okay. So there you go. If you got a thousand bucks and you want to play, if it's on your bucket list, I'd give it a shot. Um, I'm going to say I don't need to play it again. I would have told you, by the way, the way it used to be, where it was not that crowded, and it was five hundred dollars. I would have told you if you have the means, do it once. Yeah, it's a bucket list. But a thousand bucks and crowded. I was so upset with it. They have free snacks out. You'll laugh at this. And I was like, $1,000, I waited every hole. Every time they put out paydays, I stuck four or five of them in my bag. It doesn't matter if it's 1000 bucks or not. That's, oh, that's no. In your, that's in your motif. No, Trust no, me. not like that. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't believe this. I just, all right, I'm getting more. I'm getting more. So I'm not, I'm not going to need to buy a So how much is, uh, how many, how many thousand dollars worth of I bought paydays? It. I, I, I think I got about 12 bucks worth of paydays. <laughs> Stuck it to him, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're feeling it right now. I'm sure they're feeling it. All right, 935 on the ticket. Up next, let's get into Sergio because uh made an interesting comment. And it, was he wrong or right? We'll talk about that next as we broadcast from the greatness of Bear Creek Golf Club right by the airport. We got a brand-new client. It's Hot Springs Village in the greatness of Arkansas. Arkansas is underrated. It is beautiful. My daughter went to school up there. It's a pretty drive. Let me tell you this. It's not only beautiful and surprised me, it's also not that far. It took me four hours to get there. I was there a couple weeks ago. And it's cheap. Yeah. For elevation. I love good and cheap. It is. I mean, we, we went from Shadow Creek to this. I mean, it is... As good a golf as you can find. They have elevation changes. The courses are in really good shape. And, and, pine trees. Big, giant pine trees. It was beautiful. And I'll tell you, they put us up in a house that costs $150 a night. A, a, what? Yeah, $150 a night on a lake. On Lake DeSoto. That's unheard of. And uh, it was a three-bedroom, two-bath. So um, the four of us had to share one bathroom. Um, but that's, it was... That sounds hot. Who cares? For $150 a night, we... We, it was three really good golf courses, three good f- golf facilities. It was a, it was awesome. And I'm going to tell you, if you want a if you want a a place that is really good golf, yeah, to get away, that's a short drive to get to. By the way, you have four two, and a half hours, which have, is nothing. It, it was less, by the way, and you have two buckies on the way, so you can stop and get your snacks. Oh yeah, brief jerky up, <laughs> and. Uh, and, and just a really, really great time. Okay. I, I would go to Hot Springs Village. It's really, really, really inexpensive, but really good golf. So they have eight golf courses at Hot Springs Village in the Washita Mountains of Arkansas, just to let you know. Washita Mountains. And you can go to their website, explorethevillage.com. Explorethevillage.com for all the info. Tell them you heard it on the tee box. They'll take excellent, excellent care of you. There you go. It's Hot Springs Village in Arkansas. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. The greatness of Ham's Meats and Market. Get some, uh, get mom some meat for Mother's Day. <laughs> Mark that. Yep. Give her all the meat. Take care of mom. By the way, went and played golf with Tony Smith over at Ham's Meat Market. Yep. He gave me a, gave me a cooler stuff. Yep. I haven't eaten anything else. Really? I'm spoiled. I need a cooler stuff. I need to show up. Yeah, I'm going to go there next week. Mm-hmm. We're going to be Union Bear next week, so it's right kind of near his store in McKinney. So I'm going to show my face. So how about that Union Bear Brewing, huh? How about that? Yep. Uh, we will mix with Eli and Ty at 850 or 950. 
Uh, we're at Bear Creek Golf Club. We are here today till 10 o'clock. Seeing the the executive team here. It's power team. Pretty power team. It's we a got power team. Kylie Weaver, he's the GM. We have Jeff Levine. We have Chris Crocker. We have Blake Walker. Pretty highfalutin stuff. We are honored to be here. All right. So Sergio is in the news. He is playing at the uh, Wells Fargo Championship. They're playing at, at TPC. Is he coming to Nelson? Let's check. That I don't know because he should be. He's a uh, past champion. Yes, he is. Let me check while you're doing this. So anyway, he on the 10th hole on Thursday, he rope hooks his drive into this marsh on the left. Penalty area. And so the problem was, you know, you only have three minutes now. But he was reduced from five minutes to find a lost ball. Well, his problem was he had to traverse around a, a crane or a creek or crate crane creek and there was a snake and he was pointing it out to some of the cameramen watch out for the snake and so by the time he gets to his ball the rules official is already having him on the clock which is not right you start on the clock once you get in the general area he wasn't anywhere close they gave him a penalty and sergio went nuts and he said and it was caught on camera I can't wait to get off this tour, meaning I'm tired of this stuff. I'm tired of putting up with this stuff. He's made $54 million on course money in his PGA Tour career. That doesn't include European. Nope. And he's probably spent more time on the European Tour than And PGA. it doesn't count all of his endorsements. Right. And He's uh, done well. Let's yeah, he's done fine. That. He's fine. I'm not worried about his lifestyle or anything. Lives in Austin now, right? Yeah, he does. And... Um, he wants. He can't wait to sign up to play on the on the Saudi tour. By the way, last time he played on the Saudi tour, you remember how he destroyed that sand bunker? Yeah, he did. Here's what's. Here's what I have a problem with with all this stuff. Everybody has played these tournaments out in Dubai or Saudi Arabia. The Formula One is is raced there. Everybody gets hot and bothered over this, except for the fact almost every other sport has participated over there. So you can get high and mighty all you want, but the PGA Tour or these guys that are trying to lead the PGA Tour looking for releases, they're not the first to do this. No. So I don't know why you should hang these guys as much as everybody is. It, it, you follow in the money. And if these guys want to open up the bank, and especially if you're the you're – I don't think you're going to find a Justin Thomas going over there or Jordan who are still in the prime of their career so they can still win majors. By the way, you can still play majors if you play on that tour. Still can do that. That's if because are, the if, PGA Tour does not have any governing you over it. Qualify, yeah. And most of these guys, I think, if they're top fifty in the world, they're still getting world uh, ranking points because it's part of the Asian Tour. So, I think if anything, Craig, and you tell me, I don't know if you guys have been talking about this. I think this is good for the game only because competition is always good. I don't. And the PGA Tour needs to kind of ramp up their game just a little bit. Look, I don't have a problem. With Sergio might be a little young, but when you listen to the guys who are rumored to go over, the Bubba Watsons, the Lee Westwoods, the Ian Poulters, yep. if there's a market for people to watch them, which I'm not so sure about in a that. tour like this, somebody wants to spend good money on that. 
more power to you, but I don't, I don't think you're getting your money's worth out of it. And I don't think it's going to adversely affect the PGA Tour. It may have gotten the PGA Tour to be kinder and gentler to their pros mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Sounds like there's an uproar. Look, everybody hates the man, right? At some point, you have golden handcuffs. Everybody does. <clears throat> At some point, you do. You, you've, worked, you've worked so long for somebody or something that you know all their warts, yep. right? Yep. And when you know their warts, you're going to not like them as much, and you have a little bit of resentment. I don't care who you are. You work for any company 25 years, you know their warts more than we're going to go work there for our first day. True. And so everybody knows. I mean, Kern's going through it right now. I mean, he can be nodding his head, so you know the warts. But when you're making $40,000 a year, $35,000 a year, you know, those warts might stand out a little bit more. When you're making $50 million in your career – you need to be a little bit easier on this stuff. And, yes, there might be some issues that you don't like, but do they need to be told to the guy, to your fans who make $40,000 a year? And I think that's a little off. And I think it's just a bad look that's what Sergio is doing, and it's a bad look what Mickelson did. But I don't think I – don't, I don't – you're right. How many things are done in Saudi? Would they play in Abu, Abu Dhabi or Abu Dhabi. in you know all the other places? Or Abu Dhabi do. Yeah. I mean, they play out there already. <laughs> right. And they play in China. Right. You know, they have WGC in China. So, you know, if you're going to you know reap what you sow, I mean, reap what you sow. But it's okay. It, it, that part of it's okay. And I don't fault Ian Poulter for saying, hey, I'm 47 years old and they're going to money whip me. I'm taking it. That's the, the message that Phil should have said, mm-hmm. and that's the me- message that Sergio should have said. Not, by the way, they are. They can't participate in Ryder Cup, and that's and, that, and that's that would, big in Europe. That would hurt Sergio, I think. I think Sergio it would hurt Ian Pilter. I think he was up for a, a Ryder Cup captaincy. I think Lee Westwood was. Yeah. So that ain't happening unless yeah. unless it, things change. I'm, I'm not saying anything is cast in stone right now. I mean, who would have thought that the tour would have to dole out a PIP program to give $8 million, you know, $40 million to the top 10 social media impact players. Well, that was 100% to keep Tiger where he was. Well, I'm just saying. It's just because he knew he was going to get it, and that was going to be the number. And by the way, I wonder, that's the other thing. Mickelson came in second for that, right? Yeah, he did. So he got an extra $8 million. Yeah, he did. And still trashed the tour. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, you just they just handed you $8 million. You could have said before the season started, we're going to do this pit program. Yep. And the top ten, you could have said, all right, number one's going to be Tiger, number two's going to be Phil, number three's going to be. They would have known. They knew exactly who everybody was going to be. Sure. And they knew. It was they were, predetermined, by the way. It was yes. Pretty it was much. a way for them to do appearance fees without doing appearance fees. Right. And and Phil still trashed him. Gave him. A, they gave him a free eight million dollars. He still trashed him. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's a bad look, man. It's just that's and we don't want to hear it. The people out there who aren't making eight million dollars a year or fifteen million dollars a year is what Phil made last year with the pip. We don't want to hear it. We don't. And do I really care if millionaire millionaires are arguing about millions? I don't care. It doesn't change my life. No. You know, as long as I get entertained when I watch these guys play because the strength of field is really good, if it's just the majors. Hell, the WGCs I'm not even interested in anymore. And by the way, look at the Nelson this, this yeah, year. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. And everybody who's rumor, who rumored to, to would have gone over to the mm-hmm. Saudi tour, mm-hmm. not a single one of them is playing anyway. Mm-hmm. 
right? I mean, it, you had DeChambeau could have been going over, and Phil could have been going over. Dustin could have gone over. He waited a long time before Phil, when Phil opened up his mouth. That's when Dustin said, "I'm out." Bad look. But even still, you still had Will, and you still had Scotty, and you still had Justin, and you still had Jordan, yep. and you still had Xander, and you still had Hideki. And I'm going to tell you, I don't care about the rest of them. You know, you and I probably, and Eli would say this, look, we're in the golf business. We're probably going to tune in. Sure. But, you know, it's kind of like we had the PGA Tour, you had the Senior Tour, and this is kind of like the middle age Tour, right? The 40-something guys. Um, I still think they're spending way too much money on this. I, I don't know. These guys, I don't think the bang for the buck is there. No. And so these guys just have too much money. And maybe what they're trying to, this is a good way to open up the door for other opportunities. And these are the first guys they're going to take because they have the least to lose. Well, I will say the fact that it's a, uh, they're going to do some sort of team level event. Mm-hmm. And we don't, I don't have any idea. They say it's going to be some sort of team thing. Right, right. You know what? I like watching the Zurich for, for one time a year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need it every week. Here's the other thing. Here's where Sergio, I think, is, is, mistaken he says i can't wait to get off this tour and this bs well how the rules going to be any different over there slugger white is there is got hired away as their they? Ch- yeah as their chief rules official yeah. all right so by the way when you say you don't care about the teams once a year or whatever yeah you had a team dallas and it was jordan scotty and will yeah it was team dallas I'm rooting for them. Okay, but right. Yeah. I mean that you, when you say a team, right? right. A, um, a one time year. Well, if it's a real team that means something, it's Team Dallas. I guess. And you have four guys, and and Ryan Palmer makes the four spot, and we're wor- rooting for those four guys. I'm keeping an open mind. I'm not casting aspersions either way. I just think everybody is way overreacting on this. Let it all play out. Let let the dust settle a smidge, and I think uh, cooler heads will prevail, and we'll, they'll figure out something. I think everybody can get along, honestly, because the PGA's Tour is still the best way to measure yourself. You want to play against the best players. You don't want to play a major, let's say, in the strength of fields in the 200s. Well, they, it, this won't, the only way this would adversely affect the No, majors, I'm just saying in general. Yes. You want to measure, you want to play against the best. And, you know, and I don't think this tour is going to be the best by any stretch of the imagination. No, no. It's going to be maybe a smidge better in Corn Ferry. Maybe. Yeah. I'd put the Corn Ferry guys up against oh, some I of think these it'll guys. Be, it'll be way better than Corn Ferry. It may be somewhere level to maybe a s- slight step below the European Tour. Okay. Well, that European Tour, uh, how relevant is that here in the States? Not. So we'll see. All right, 9.54 on the ticket. We will mix with Country Forces. We broadcast from Bear Creek Golf Club out here by the airport. But before we do that, Craig, let's talk about painting your old house. You know, there, you always need a guy. Always. Always need a guy. And there's somebody, when you're letting somebody into your house and do something in your house, it needs to be somebody reliable and somebody you can trust. Mm-hmm. Because, it, look, it's your house, right? It is your house. <clears throat> and you and I met Bourbon. Love that name, Bourbon. It's the only person I've ever known named Bourbon. Ever. Yes. And he does outstanding work painting your house. And he His did crew my is house. awesome. His crew is awesome. He's And they do great, great, great work. Meticulous. They've, they've got... Great uh, results off of our spots here on yep. the ticket, yep. and they've everybody who has used them has come back to me and said, "Man, great reference, man! Yep. I needed my house painted, and I was worried about who to use. They were going to spill paint all over my floors, whatever." Nope, they did great work. 
They did your house. They did my house. They even did your house and said, no, bourbon came in and said, not doing your house. You got a leak up there. Yep. As soon as I paint it, it's going to leak again. You got to get that leak fixed before I paint the house. I'm not going to take your money. I gave the most courageous uh, reference. It's always to a neighbor because if things don't go right, you will hear it. Yeah. And he took great care of my neighbor. My neighbor gushed. So, enough said. Prestonpainting.com. Prestonpainting.com. Call Bourbon. Say, hey, Bourbon, come paint my house. There you go. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. All right. It is 10.02 on The Little Ticket. T-Box winding down. Yay, Rick. We made it through a whole show. Way I to did. go, buddy. Might even come back next week. I enjoyed it so much. I uh, want to thank the great people out here at Bear Creek Golf Club. Kylie Weaver, the GM, and Jeff Levine, and Blake Walker, and Chris Crocker, and all the great hospitality. Uh, if you haven't been here in a while, you need to check it out. Course is green, it's lush, bunkers look great, the backyard eating area is fantastic, it's worthwhile. So if you haven't been out here in a while, it behooves you to come back. I uh, want to thank Kern out of your engineering, good to see your smiling face. Uh, Jay, back at the station, good to hear your voice, along with Jonathan Dodd. And next week we will be at Union Bear, right on the tollway in 121, as we set you up for AT&T Byron Nelson Championship Week. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. And you haven't been out to that course in a little while. I need to reacquaint myself. Craig Ranch? Craig Ranch, yeah. Craig you go out there. I know. That course looks so good. You know, it's one of my favorite tracks, by Club the way. Club Corp did do that place over the last three years. And I don't know how much of it had to do with having a tour event there. Well, look look what they did to the to, to Lost Coins Country Club, too. I mean, they've, they've done some. Yep. They're spending. They're spending some bucks. By the way, all you guys out there who the last two months have been playing golf and playing some really, really good rounds and your scores are going up, even though you're. Yeah. You know what? This rain and this weather. That rough's about to grow, buddy. Yep. It ain't going to be that easy. You better find a way to make the fairway. Yep. Bun it down that the fairway. Bent, that Bermuda grass is, makes that ball sink. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like from a pace of play standpoint. I mean, you're like 10 feet off the fairway and you can't find your ball. That's not right. It's about to happen. I know. I know. I know. Don't forget to check out uh, uh, Oak Hollow and Grand Oaks on uh, Golf Moose if you're looking for discounted rounds of golf. We've got the new magazine out, which Eli Jordan had a big hand in doing. He does it every month uh, as we preview the Nelson Colonial. And uh, let's see. Other than that. We ought to mix because it's quick. I think we should. Let's mix with uh, the Eli Jordan and the Ty Walker. Hello, T-Box. Uh, country well, Force. well, well. Welcome back, Eric. And the champion team of the yeah, look at this. April Fool's Open. That's right. Ah, uh, yes. That's well, true. I, that's Ty gets all the credit. No, there. no, Eli gets all the credit. Ty did just you get say a trophy. Bro- yeah, well, are you kidding? Well, this place. Tell them what yes. you're planning on doing. I think I'm going to get myself like a wrestling belt, personalized. <laughs> He's going to have a, a championship belt made. Yeah, so I'm going to walk around with it all the time. Is it going to have my face on it? Yes, in the middle. Daddy? Yes, exactly. Get two of them. So Ooh, one, yeah, one, it's got it's it, it's like the green jacket. You get to wear it for a year, and the other one stays in the trophy case. Yeah, I might do that, but it's like two bills to do this, or $200 to do this, so I don't know if I want to leave one with the 
our dumb well, you, station. You're a great shirt maker. Just make a shirt out of it. <laughs> just, just have a shirt just with a belt that. on it. You really should. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like a tuxedo t-shirt, except with a championship <laughs> a belt. A belt right around the waist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could do make that. Make me a reigning <laughs> loser one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your I, t-shirts are underrated. Thank you. Yes. I like them. I like them. I like them. Eli, thanks again for filling in. Sure, of course. Appreciate you. Happy to do it. You will. It was we'll nice be- actually being able to kind of get done earlier. You know, we doing this time spot we're kind of in the middle of the day kind of so yeah he hates working no that's not true actually i, I do like being able to sleep for the extra <laughs> couple hours though yeah and the me. drive to the station is not quite as bad as going to say you know crest or union bear or way up there in plano pga tour superstore that's a hike for me buddy i do like uh the eight to ten shift it gives you the rest of the day between 10 and 2 is a tough that would be a tough shift. To I, I would rather have this Saturday. one than the noon to two. That's just right in the middle mm-hmm. of the day. So. Or two to four. Two to four is tough, too. Now the, you get your morning. With the, you can uh, be done playing golf by two. True. You can make it work. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But, again, thanks, Eli. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, Ty, to, by the way, thanks, thanks for uh, having your co-host, your oh, rotating yeah. co-host. Yeah, it was and fun. Thanks to uh, Jeff Catlin letting me borrow uh, Eli for a couple months. Eli and I will be working together. We're during PGA Championship Week. How about that? I'll be gone. I know you will. That's why we're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Very, very good. And, uh, you're and as going soon, up soon there, as we're right? done with that show, I will be on the road to Tulsa to go. Uh, we're going to the Sunday round, so that'll be cool. Wow. How nice. fun is that? I'm hoping, I'm hoping that Tiger somehow makes the cut because I have not seen Tiger Woods play a live round of golf, I think, since 2008. I think I followed him one of the, the rounds at the Nelson, Nelson. The, the last time he played in it. Looked like he was walking okay in his in, on that video when they were showing him out at Southern Southern Hills. Yeah, I mean, I, it it's still looks a, a little bit labored, but yeah. And I, I, I don't, don't think know. Southern Hills is quite as uh, undulating as Augusta, but God, nothing is. I don't think that's true. Right, right. Watch the Mavs last night, so it's nice to see. Stars are kind of back in it. Mavs are kind of back yeah. in it. I would love to go to the Stars game. Then I haven't been to a playoff hockey game in ages boy they are there's so nothing much better fun. nothing better in sports than playoff uh, hockey yeah no doubt i keep telling you over time i keep telling Especially the fiance that we need to try and go to a playoff game and we were looking at tickets last night and they were just a little more than we were a little pricey well i mean if, than, uh, if, if you want to sit somewhere decent yeah. you know like a, you gotta be able to have some hookup somewhere don't you? you're like a ticket star I, yeah, yeah no. a ticket well playoffs, it's a little, little where the owner yeah, makes i was gonna money. say it's a little different when it comes to the postseason you can catch a you know, a couple of tickets to sit in the lower bowl when they're playing, you know, Chicago in I liked, February. But you're Eli Jordan. I liked Kern's I reaction you. when we said ticket star. <laughs> <laughs> that was the appropriate reaction from Kern. What's the owner's name, Tom? <laughs> still laughing. Hicks? No, no. That was the last one. Tom Giraldi? Uh, what's his, what's he? Gallardi. Yeah, Gallardi. That's right. Gallardi. So I yeah, promise Tom, you, throw if, me a couple of tickets. If for they me. had, yeah, if they had made the playoffs this year, you had a cleaned house. You know oh yeah, 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 agreed. Because yeah. they have to make the playoffs to make any money. Yes, yes. That's how. No that's doubt. The only teams that isn't that crazy though. You have to make the playoffs to make money. Yeah, that's, that's when those jerseys start flying off the shelves, and yeah, the barn is full, and everybody's drinking those twelve dollar brew dogs, and yeah. Hey, I went to a game. I went to that Las Vegas game that mm-hmm. was kind of playoff atmosphere. Oh, yeah. yep. I'd get a Robertson jersey right now. Yep. Robo. He's good. Yeah, Robo. Get, get you a, a Robo t-shirt yeah, from go old to Ty my, Walker. Yeah, go, go to my side. I got a Robo shirt there for yeah, you. Yeah, you do. I already bought a shirt from you. I didn't get any discounts. 
Oh, I didn't know you. So, tell me, you, you got, yeah, he's you, got a discount you, code. You got, you, you got my twenty-four bucks. That's it. Tell nice. me, tell me, you're going to order one, and I'll and I'll get it for you, and I'll sign it for you. Yeah. AFO you winner twenty twenty-two. I got a Sculling Balls it. Masters T-shirt. All right, you got to get a promo code from Ty. Promo code. Which, by Boz. the way, I'm thinking that you probably broke some level of trademark on that T-shirt that I bought, but no, I don't what? care because of the Masters logo. Yeah, I don't think they care. What? You think they care? I don't think so. Oh, Probably I think not. they care more than you think. I don't. But not, nah. I don't want Hootie Johnson not, or whatever his name is that coming after Hootie me. Hootie Johnson is no longer. Hootie's a little, <laughs> it's a little past yeah. the fact. Is he still alive, Hootie? Uh, I, man, I'm oh. guessing Hootie's well, probably not still I don't with want us. the ghost of Hootie Johnson haunting me. <laughs> Hootie is kablooey. But I did <laughs> spend my 24 bucks on a shirt. Thank you. That a boy. Look at you. Helping my, to last Congress. time I've ever paid retail for anything. Helping build Hootie, my college Hootie fund Johnson for my kid. died July 14th, 2017. Don't haunt me, Hootie. Yeah. Well, fairly recent. Hootie. Yeah. <laughs> fairly five years. <clears throat> All right, fellas. So, we yep. got to go. We got some Mavs talk. Yeah. some Stars talk. Maybe a little audio. No, yeah, know. we got a little audio. We, we're just covered. we just covered it all. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. Just kick back. Who's your mystery uh, sports guy? Bye. Oh, that's coming up next. You got to listen. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus media station.